The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now, your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams, from the service already in progress. Amen. This morning, I'm reading to you. Will you open your Bibles? How many have your Bibles with you this morning? You, you know, get your Bible in your hand. We haven't done this in a while. You, gotta, you know, you have, the same way you have to exercise your muscles, your physical muscles, for strength in your body, you got to exercise this book. Amen? Amen. Say these words with me. This is my Bible. It is God's unadulterated and revealed word to me. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. And I can do what it says I can do. The word of God is living. It is powerful. It is mighty. Incorruptible. Indestructible. Incorruptible. Indestructible. And it will work mightily in me. I have ears to hear. A mind to receive God's revelation to me. Now look to heaven and say, Father, I am ready to feed on your word by faith in my heart. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5. Would you turn there, please? Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, the 20th verse. Ephesians chapter 5, the 20th verse, says, Giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to look at this one verse of Scripture today. This one verse of Scripture has a lot to say about giving thanks. And it tells us we need to do two things, two things at a minimum. Number one, we ought to give thanks to God always. And number two, we ought to give thanks to God always for all things. Amen? And so I want to talk to you this morning about the spirit of thanksgiving. The spirit of thanksgiving. You know, in 1863, President Abraham Lincoln declared that the last Thursday in the month of November would be a national day of thanksgiving, a day that we would publicly give thanks unto God. How many knew that already? Huh? But in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God, every day is a day of thanksgiving. Can you say amen? Huh? Why is every day of there? a day of thanksgiving, because God loads us daily with his undeserving blessings and benefits. He loads our lives with those blessings and benefits every day, and we don't deserve them. And we ought to just say thank you. Go ahead and tell the Lord thank you. Huh? Thank you. But you know, to give thanks is something, it isn't just something we do. Giving thanks should be a part of us. It should really be a part of us. Not just something we do, but it should be who we are. We are people that give thanks to God always for all things. 
Amen? And I believe for the believer, that's I'm talking to you, beloved, for the believer, thanksgiving is a spirit. And this is what I want to talk to you about, the spirit of thanksgiving. Now, I believe in all my heart that thanksgiving should be your natural emotion. And I remember growing up as a young child, you know, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Well, my mother and my father, as far as I can remember, when I was able to talk, they always taught me to say thank you. If somebody would give you something tangible, if somebody would pay you a compliment, my mother and father would say, boy, what you say? What you say? Say thank you. And this is why I say thank you ought to be a natural emotion. But so many people, you can give them something, and they'll look at it and say, what is this? You don't look, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Huh? So many people give them something, and they say, is, is this all? What am I supposed to do with this? So many people, you give them something, and they'll look at you like a cow with a new gait, a dog with a new bowl, and they won't even say thank you. But that ought to be your natural emotion. This is the thing we ought to be instilling in our children. And I hope and I, that most of you do this. Teach your children to say thank you. Thank you is so powerful. Even to this day, Joyce and I share this value that we always say thank you. Anybody do anything for us or give us anything, we always say thank you. We'll write them a thank you. If, if it's not a text, if it's not an email, and Joyce will take the time and, and write out a thank you because thank you is powerful. Thank you is a spirit. It's not something we do one day out of a year. It's something that should be innate with us. It should be our natural emotion. Now, oftentimes we talk about being grateful. And, and being grateful is very important. But there is a difference between being grateful and being thankful. So what is the difference between gratitude and thanksgiving? Now, they're very close, closely related, but they're not necessarily synonymous. But you can't have one without the other. Now, listen to me, beloved. Gratitude is an attitude of appreciation. When you're grateful, you have appreciation in your heart for whatever that's been done for you. But on the other hand, Thanksgiving, as I said earlier, Thanksgiving is an emotion. It's an emotion of gratitude expressed in the language we give. What's the language we give? When God does something for us, when we recognize God's goodness in our lives, Thanksgiving is an emotion of gratitude, and we express it in language. Language like, thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. 
Glory to your Lord. How can you be thankful and not say nothing? You see, thank you or thanksgiving is really the fruit of our lips. But gratitude is in your heart because you appreciate what's been done. But thanksgiving, you got to say something. You got to say something. That's why my parents would say, boy, what do you say? Somebody give you something, what do you say? You say, thank you. Is that right? Now, what the Lord began to show me this week when I was praying about this message is that Thanksgiving is not something we just do, but it's something that should be part of us. Thanksgiving is a spirit. It's a spirit. And either you have the spirit or you don't. Huh? Now, what Thanksgiving does, it reflects the spirit of the Lord. I want you to follow me. This is what God showed me. Thanksgiving reflects the spirit of the Lord. Now, the Bible talks about many kinds of spirits. It talks about the spirit of truth, the spirit of grace, the spirit of holiness, for example, the spirit of meekness. But the Bible also talks about the spirit of the Lord. What was the spirit of the Lord? When you look at the earthly ministry of Jesus, you'll find that he had a pattern. In his ministry, there was a pattern of thanksgiving. And I'm saying to you that the spirit of thanksgiving is the spirit of the Lord. Now let's look at some of these things that Jesus did. In Matthew chapter 15, Jesus had worked signs, wonders, and miracles. And a great multitude of people began to follow him. And Jesus said to his disciples, what are we going to feed these people? We can't send them away fasting lest they faint in the way. So Jesus asked his disciples, what do you have among you? This is Matthew chapter 15. They said, well, there's a seven loaves of bread here and a few fish. So Jesus took the seven loaves of bread and the fish, and the first thing he did was give thanks. And he fed 4,000 men plus women and children because he gave thanks. One of the reasons many of you don't see things happening in your life, one of the reasons many of you don't see miracles that really happen in your life is because you don't move in that spirit of thanksgiving. It's easy to complain about what isn't. It's easy to complain about what you don't have. But have you stopped to give thanks for what you do have? It may not be much, but it's enough with the spirit of thanksgiving. So it gets even better than that. Then you get to the Gospel of John. John chapter 6. Again, Jesus had worked sign, wonders, and miracles, and he had this great multitude of people following him. About 5,000 men plus women and children. And they had nothing to eat. Now one thing about Jesus, when a crowd gathered around Jesus, he was concerned about what they are going to eat. Huh? He was concerned about what are they going to eat? So there's 5,000 men plus women and children. 
and he tested one of his disciples and he said, how are we going to feed this many people? The disciple says, there's not enough bread in the wilderness to feed these people. They said, even if we had 200, 200 penny worth of money, we still can feed these people. But Jesus only asked them that. He was testing them to see what they would do. And so Andrew, Peter's brother, came to Jesus and said, there's a lad here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are those among so many people? So Jesus says, bring me the loaves. Bring me the two fish. And what did Jesus do? The first thing he did, he offered thanks. That's the spirit of the Lord. The spirit of the Lord is the spirit of thanksgiving. He offered thanks. And after he offered thanks, he, just, he began to break the bread. He distributed the bread to his disciples, and his disciples distributed to the men, women, and children. And then there was 12 baskets of fragments left, leftovers. When he fed the 5,000, I'm sorry, when he fed the 4,000, there were seven baskets of fragments left. Look what Thanksgiving will do. Thanksgiving will not only produce the goodness of God in your life, but it will produce the, the goodness of God in your life over and above all that you need. How many hear what I'm saying? That's the spirit of Thanksgiving. And the spirit of Thanksgiving is the spirit of the Lord. Well, let's check out the Lord's spirit one more time. Jesus received word that his good friend, Lazarus, had died. And Jesus waited a couple days before he went to Bethany where Lazarus and his two sisters, Mary and Martha, live. But by the time Jesus had arrived in Bethany, Lazarus had been dead for four days. For four days. And what was happening? Finger pointing. You know, when people die, it's an opportunity to blame folk. Finger point, complain. There's finger pointing. There was a lot of unbelief. So Jesus said, just move the stone away. There was a stone in front of the cave where the body was laying. Jesus says, remove the stone. And he wept. He wept because of the unbelief. Death is never the end in God. It's just the beginning of something new. Did you hear what I said? It's the beginning of something new. It is a, trans, a transformation. Amen? It's a transition. So Jesus said, remove the stone. Take the stone away. And then what did he do? He lifted his eyes into heaven and said, Father, I thank you that you've heard my prayer. And Father, I thank you that you always hear my prayer. So Jesus offered thanksgiving. Then he said, Lazarus, come forth. And the dead had to get up. The dead arose. But how did that miracle take place? It took place because of a spirit of thanksgiving. I am telling you, you may think 
something is dead in your life, something is dead in your situation. But I'm telling you right now, with the spirit of thanksgiving, God will take that which is dead and he'll bring it back to life. That's the spirit of thanksgiving. I am always saying thank you for something. Thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And by the way, that's the way I pray. When I pray, no matter what I'm praying about, I always begin praying about the issue, topic, or the subject with, Father, thank you. Thank you. That's the Spirit of the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord is the Spirit of Thanksgiving. Huh? Then toward the end of Jesus' earthly ministry, we see the Spirit of Thanksgiving again. On the same night Jesus was betrayed, Matthew chapter 26. On the same night Jesus was betrayed, he was gathered with his disciples to celebrate the Last Supper, to celebrate the Passover, which was the Last Supper. And the Bible says that Jesus, he took bread and he gave thanks. He blessed the Lord for that bread. And then he took the cup, the cup of wine, and he offered thanks to God for that wine. And then he began to say to the disciples, take and eat. Drink all of this, of this cup, for this cup is my blood. And for the remission of sin for many. The reason why you and I are able to be saved today, the reason why you and I are able to be in Christ today is because Jesus had a spirit of thanksgiving. He thanked the Father for that broken bread that would be representative of his, his crucified broken body. He thanked the Father for that wine that represents the blood that he shed. And because of the blood because of the blood we're able to be saved because of the blood we're able to have victory over circumstances because of the blood we have power over the devil because of the blood we have healing in our bodies because of the blood but it happened because of a spirit of thanksgiving huh one thing about the spirit of thanksgiving, it brings us peace. We live in a very hectic, troubled world. And we need peace. There's trouble sometimes on every side. If something ain't going on in your household, it's going on in your neighbor's house. If it ain't going on in your neighbor's house, it's going on in the community. We need peace. But this spirit of thanksgiving gives us peace. This is what Paul told the Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. He says, be anxious for nothing. Did you hear what I said? Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, there it is, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your hearts and your mind through Christ Jesus. This is why you're troubled in your mind sometimes. This is why you're so unsettled. 
This is why you just can't be still. Because you don't have a spirit of thanksgiving. And I'm telling you, you say you got the Lord, then you have the spirit of thanksgiving. And remember, thanksgiving is an emotion. Come on. It's an emotion of gratitude. And you got to express it with language, with the fruit of your lips. Stop complaining. Save that energy to use and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And watch your situation turn around with thanksgiving. Huh? So you don't be anxious for anything. What are you worried about? Be careful for nothing, he said. What are you worried about? Be anxious for nothing, but in everything. Everything means everything. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made, on, be made known unto God. And he said, then peace will come into your life. Peace will come into your situation. Peace will come into your household. Peace will come. And the peace of God that surpasses all understand. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, I just don't understand it. But, you know, I, I know I got some things going on. And I know these things will be painful and devastating and even defeating to anybody else. But I just have peace about it. Maybe you're in, a, you're in a car accident and you're totaling your car out and you don't know how you're going to get another car, but, all this, but you got peace about it. You got peace about it. This is what the Lord is teaching us. With a spirit of thanksgiving, we can live our lives in peace. No matter what happens around us, we can live our lives in peace because the peace of God, it surpasses our circumstances. It surpasses everything the devil thinks he can do against us. It surpasses all things. Come on. And it will keep our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus, who is the spirit of the Lord. And he's also the spirit of thanksgiving. And that spirit lives in every one of us. And I believe our Heavenly Father is teaching us. And you, just like my, my natural parents taught me, boy, what you say, just say thank you. Thank you. Huh? Now, the, the spirit of thanksgiving, we ought to have the spirit of thanksgiving to everything. There are no exceptions. Everything. Remember, we read in our foundation verse from Ephesians that we're to give thanks to God always for all things. Well, Paul says something very similar to the, the Christians at Thessalonica. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, Paul said, In everything, in everything, give thanks unto the Lord. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. He says, In everything. In everything. What does everything mean? Everything. And you know, everything is not good sometimes. But he says, in everything, give thanks unto the Lord, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now, to obey this command, it would be impossible. Absolutely impossible. Unless you had strong faith and you believed that God was really your creator and Jesus was really your savior. That's the only way you can do this. We're not giving thanks for everything, but God says you should. In everything you give thanks. And some things bring a lot of pain to our lives. 
Some things we just don't understand. Some things seem seemingly overwhelms us sometimes. But he says, in everything, give thanks unto the Lord. Some things, they're head scratching. We scratch our head and say, how could this have happened to me? But God says, in everything, give thanks unto the Lord. Now, please notice, he didn't say give thanks for everything. Why don't you give thanks for everything? Because everything doesn't come from God. Evil comes from the devil. And why would I give thanks to the devil? For bringing some sickness or disease upon my body. For bringing trouble to my front door. Why would I give the devil thanks for that? Evil comes from the devil. But God said, you would, we don't thank God for everything. But we thank him in everything. And why do we thank him in everything? Because he's the only one that can bring us out. He's the only one that can bring us out. He's the only one. Glory to God. See, anybody can be thankful for the sunshine. But can you offer thanksgiving in the midst of a storm? This is where God wants us to be. He wants us to live with a spirit of thanksgiving no matter what happens, come what may. We're giving thanks to God because we know, we know, we know for all things work together for good. For them who love God, to them who are to call according to his purpose. We know that even bad stuff, God's going to work it out. He's going to work it out. Thank God he knows the end before the beginning. And you can hasten the end by offering thanks unto God. Some people are going through. I question you, how long are you going to go through? When are you going to get through? When are you going to get through? I'm giving you a shortcut here if you want to get through. Your shortcut is the spirit of thanksgiving. Be thankful to God. Glory to God. So we should thank God in everything, but we don't thank God for everything because everything is not good. Some things are just downright evil, hmm? and we know where they come from. So I'm not thanking God for that because God is not the author of evil. But I must thank him in it because I know he's the only one that can bring me out of it. He's the only one. He's the only one. Huh? You know, Job... I'm closing now. Job, we talk about the sufferings of Job. Job probably went through more than most people will ever go through. But Job had a spirit of thanksgiving. And I believe this is why Job was able to hold on and see God restore his situation and give him twice as much as he lost. You see, Job, Job lost his health. He lost his wealth. He lost his family. He lost his possessions. Job lost it all. He didn't have no backup. He didn't have no ace in the hole. He didn't have no rainy day savings fund. Job lost it all. But in Job chapter 1 verse 21, Job's attitude was, naked came I from my mother's womb. And naked shall I return Back there, the Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Job said, blessed be, blessed be the name of the Lord. What was Job saying? 
Lord, I thank you anyhow. Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship, where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor, proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net. 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.